The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This is Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw Dating, preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Christy Scales, Aisha Morrison, Nicole Hutchison, and Jess Navarez. What's up, Cowboys Nation? Welcome into Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys in the SWBC studio. I'm Nicole Hutchison alongside Aisha Morrison and Jess Navarez. Ladies, what's up? What's poppin'? Y'all good? It's Thursday. Yeah, this game is... I'm ready. Three more days left. Drinking energy drink today? I, I did. feel it. Oh, you I did. feel it. I'm, like, ready to talk. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Very energized. It's like just 3.5. I'm ready. I'm ready to talk. <laughs> I'm ready to go. I cannot. No, I know y'all got a chance to make it to locker room. I'm sorry I had to miss it, ladies. Um, but what's something... Um, I know... Let's first check out the injury report real quick. Mm. Uh, Tyler Smith limited, but... I mean, that's something that Mike McCarthy said was going um, to happen, yeah. so it's no shock there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jonathan Hankins, limited. I mean, I don't think that's a little shocker. They're just kind of no, taking it a little a bit easier. Thing. Not yeah. a bad thing yeah. um, on that ankle. And, of course, Stephon Gilmore, still nothing shocking there. So pretty healthy uh, day of practice, I guess you can say. Pretty pretty solid, healthy day of practice. The Thursday uh, practice. Thursday practice. Yeah, Rose I mean, padded. Have, they uh, had pads today. Pads on, yeah. Yeah. Did, was... what, what did y'all kind of notice from practice today? Um, So from practice, obviously you saw pads. Yeah. Things were... From the time that we're allotted as media to be out there, mm-hmm. uh, you, you don't get to see a lot, but you do see the sense of focus, and I feel like you can really feel that mm-hmm. uh, even when you talk to them in the locker room. And so talking to some of the guys that were like, oh, yeah, we can feel uh, being on turf, practicing inside, which makes mm-hmm. sense since they'll be on turf uh, on Sunday. You can feel um, just a sense of calm, mm-hmm. but also a sense of focus. Okay. Yeah. I like that. I like yeah. that. What about you, Aisha? Um, well, from talking to, first of all, they practiced kind of hard today, it sounds yeah. like. Uh, they the were sweating were, in there. His guys were a little, yeah. You were talking to them, they're like dripping sweat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. one of those days. Yeah. Uh, touch base with some of the gentlemen, just about, we've talked about what padded practices do for specifically the defense more than anyone to me, is that it allows you to kind of feel the the game it's mm-hmm. it's the closest you'll get to some type of simulation of feeling yeah. your depth feeling the like feeling uh feeling your gap and things of that nature and so yeah i mean i even i touched base with chauncey Golston and he was just like yeah he was he was saying that he likes padded practices because it it feels it helps them feel more prepared for the contact that they're mm-hmm. going to experience mm-hmm. um i wasn't i wasn't there at practice today but i did touch base with jonathan hankins he said he's feeling better he also pointed out something to me that stood out um about them playing green bay last year as it rolls on the tv over here and upsets me all over again (laughs) um he mentioned that when he when they played green bay that was only his second game uh, it was like his. He said it was like his second week. Oh or yeah, really? Second or third week with That's the team. That's right, because he didn't play a full season last year yes. with the Cowboys. And right. So he mentioned, you know, just how comfortable he is being 
in the fold, mm-hmm. a part of the program. He's comfortable in this scheme and stuff now. You're gonna need him this week yeah. um, against this this run against this offense and what they do on the ground. Um, and as far as Stephon Gilmore, got to catch up with him, mm-hmm. talk to him a little bit about his health and how he felt. He Y'all, I know that we have to report on this, but that that man is fine. Yeah, like I, I, again, like I think he's fine. Too. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he said it in so many different ways. We could probably write like a small poem about it at this point. <laughs> I'm excited. He Gilly seems is like, ready to play. Yes, to have. And you know how he is. He's like <laughs> a Millie. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling. Right now. Yeah, you know he's really monotone, yeah. but I yeah. talked to him a little bit just about. Um, their scheme and things and he sounds they do to your point seem very focused mm-hmm. and confident about some of the things that they see on tape yeah he was also from being at practice today mm-hmm. he was somebody i was looking for because he wasn't there when we were yeah. um watching he was in practice today and so um didn't get to catch up with him about if he got to use the shoulder the harness harness today i'm assuming I'm assuming, don't know for sure, I'm assuming he did mm-hmm. uh, because that's what he said yesterday in the locker room was that he wanted to kind of get a feel for it today. Mm-hmm. And so I think you're going to start to see that ramp up, uh, that notorious ramp up that Mike McCarthy likes to do for guys on injury, which uh, McCarthy said by Saturday mm-hmm. he should have a little bit more um, harder practice. Yeah, mm-hmm. And so that's, someone actually asked McCarthy today about has he experienced any guys or players um, having to play with the harness too and um, he said that it just takes getting used to, getting yeah. some, you know comfortable with playing with. So I guess we could see Stefan kind of getting comfortable throughout the yeah. week um, of practice. Uh, but now let's switch gears, guys. We got offense to talk about mm-hmm. today. We have offense to talk about today. Here she goes. We love talking about we the offense. We love talking about Y'all know I can't offense. do it. I don't try. know how to do it. No, it, just try it. I do, but I don't want to embarrass myself. So, so you're what? not going I embarrass to myself. embarrass you. Sound okay. like the little girl off of Resident Evil. <laughs> Mm-mm, okay, what? keep it to you. Yeah, that's out. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, keep it to yourself. Keep it to I will. Yourself. It's okay. <laughs> I will. Keep it over but there. no, uh, switching gears, uh, talking about offense today. Yes. Um, offense today. Uh, I kind of looked at um, this Green Bay defense. I'm not going to lie, this secondary is a little. Talk to me, sis. I was in my Aisha bag, the eyes in the sky. Talk so to let's me, talk sis. about it. Let's oh, talk goodness. about it. Uh, no, uh, but no, I, I saw how they like to keep everything in front of them, and they like to, they sometimes get caught um, looking in the backfield, especially one of the kid. Well, sorry, one of the guys, uh, Carrington Valentine. I actually covered him in Kentucky, um, and he was honestly one of the best guys in that secondary, but now it, it's to the point where he's gotten a little undisciplined if that makes a little sense um so he and i can't remember what the other guys names uh, it'll come to me uh, but no i mean that secondary is honestly i could see Dak throwing for like 400 yards vulnerable I'm not gonna lie to you yeah. um and the linebackers as well and the and the corners they like to protect the boundary so they give up the middle of the field a lot talk about it um uh, they talk. They uh, like to give up the middle of the field a lot, so it could be an opportunity, of course, um, to kind of be creative with maybe our running backs um, and be creative with CD, maybe some cooks in there. Um, so yeah, would you would you kind of notice? No, they, I noticed what you noticed. This, uh, yeah, the the middle of the field is open in this defense yeah. because, to your point, they are trying to. 
they are down. They've been down with some mm-hmm. injuries on the secondary. Yeah. And so with that, naturally, it's difficult for some of the, especially when you're young. And we talk about the youth mm-hmm. of this team. When you're young, it's difficult not to have in the back of your mind to have to help out back there a little bit. So mm-hmm. that's where you get peeking in the backfield and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, these linebackers, I was looking at uh, it's Devontae Campbell and Quay Walker, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. They're, those are their linebackers. Um, they're very aggressive. They're really seeking to come downhill and to make plays in the backfield. But with that, they can get caught with play action. Um, I don't know if they particularly cover well. So to your point, I would like to see some maybe some things with the running backs in the passing game. But also, I think this is a good opportunity to get your guy, Big Ferg, going. Ferg. Um, yes, especially to uh, another thing I noticed is that not only do they struggle with covering the middle of the field, they struggle in tackling. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. who's the yak monster? Jake Ferguson. And CD. Guess who else bum, is bum, the yak bum. master? Yeah, I mean, you got there should be some yak opportunities there for yep. this team. I did see that Jair Alexander went down in practice. Uh, he had some freak incident where he mm-hmm. rolled his ankle. Um, he did not practice today, mm-hmm. and he's definitely their best corner yeah so that's something to be keeping an eye on as well with this passing attack yeah i'm looking at their uh, injury report right now and he was one that did not participate mm-hmm. uh today and as well as one of their guards slash tackles yes l l elton l egg Mom. Elgton, Elgton, Elgton Jenkins. Elgton. He, yeah, yeah. I, he went, was I did some one. digging, and it sounds like he had a scheduled day off. I don't mm. know if maybe he tweaked something yesterday or something, yeah. but they scheduled him to have the day off yeah. to rest him a little bit. They were the only two that had changes on the injury report from yesterday um, for the Packers. But what I was looking at uh, specifically when it comes to the Packers' defense is they play a lot of zone, and somebody asked CD today about it in the scrum, and CD was like, "Yep, yeah, I'm ready." Like, it, like <laughs> CD's just so unfazed at this point. CD's so to your point when you're talking about yak opportunities for CD and all of that, he he's aware of that, and um, I, I think you're going to see uh, really vulnerable situations for this Packers defense uh, if they are not tackling well, if they're not really playing to their matchups. Mm-hmm. If they try to play hero ball in this game, that's really going to be the end of uh, what they're capable of doing as far as capping off the uh, passing threat from Dak Prescott. Yeah, a lot of what they do is very dependent on their pass rush getting home. Yeah. And so, and when you do look at their pass rush, it, it is pretty impressive. I mean, they do have a good rotation of guys. Rashawn Gary has nine sacks this year. Um, Quay Walker, the middle linebacker, they use him in a mm-hmm. lot of blitzing situations up the middle. He has two and a half. Uh, Carl Brooks, who's somebody I was really high on coming out of Bowling Green this year, he has four sacks. Uh, Preston Smith Smith, uh, former Vikings, has eight. And, um, yeah, he has eight sacks. And then they have Luke Luke Van Ness, who's a rookie. So they have a good rotation of guys now. But when you look at them, um, it's weird because they do have a lot of guys who can rush the passer. But there's only maybe, I would say, Rashawn Gary's the only guy that has bend and is, like, super speedy. Carl Brooks does have, like, a good little toolbox. He's still a rookie. But Rashawn Gary's the only one that gives you that, like, he's going to beat you off the line. 
right? And so that matchup with Terrence Steele is going to yeah. be huge. And, and, but he, their pass rush is gradual, if that makes sense, where it's yeah. it's more, they're more power, like speed to power. It's not them just beating guys yeah. off the line of scrimmage. And that honestly kind of plays into why they do blitz at a pretty high rate, a ninth in the NFL blitz rate, because they yeah. are trying to find pass rush to get home and get home quickly. Yeah. So this offensive line, if they can block it up, could have some opportunities there in the passing game like you talked about, Justin Nicole. Patrick Nosey Walker, shout out to him for this stat, because um, he kind of mentioned that you know their pass rush doesn't get home <laughs> fast enough. And he said that they take 2.7 seconds to get home. Dak, of course, on average, gets rid of the ball in 2.6 on average. So that's That's, that's good cool to know. Stat. Yeah. No, no that's good to really, know. Yeah, his, that article. If you guys have yeah. time, our uh, fellow co-worker, yeah. Patrick Nosey Walker, that yeah. article was so informative yeah. if you mm. want to know the inside. He was just going team. on yeah. and on. I was like, because it's a Speak lot it, to talk Pat, about. That was great. <laughs> it was great. No, it was a great article. But um, to that point, too, I think that's when you really should appreciate the footwork that Dak has put in this season. Mm, talk about and it. And really capitalizing on that footwork that Schottenheimer has cre- uh, credited him for, that McCarthy's credited him for. Because without that, um, what's the word I want to say? Distinct footwork that yeah. he's had and the cadence that it all ties into and uh, his composure in the pocket. It's really going to come in handy with that kind of pass rush that can build in this game. Mm-hmm. Is there an area? I don't think there is, but is <laughs> there an I guess an X factor um, for this game, Cowboys wise, offensively? Um, like who do we need aside from Dak? Sadie, the offensive line. Yeah, okay. so it, it sounds so cliche, but yeah, yeah. What's a, a healthy offensive line too, and, and sure. it's hard because you know Tyler's dealing with the mm-hmm. the foot issue. Um, everyone's a little banged up right now, and I, I think it's important to note that that's on, that's happening on the other side of the ball too. But yeah. uh, I talked to Terrence Steele today for a, for a long time, uh, working on a really cool story with him, Tony okay. Pollard, and Jordan Drop Lewis. Uh, I'm really excited about it, but. Um, a lot of our conversation was about his rehab over the summer and kind of the progression that he's had throughout the course of the season through the lows. And and when we were all sitting here talking about, hey, Terrence, you got to get better. And now how he's kind of on this uphill climb. And uh, we talk about hitting strides and hitting peaks at the right time. So I had a good conversation with him about that. But um, it's it's so interesting because even Zach Martin today was talking about how hard it is for a guy like Terrence Steele to come back from what he did and to be able to play at the level he is. And I know he technically didn't play all of the snaps because the starters got pulled in the fourth quarter of the last season or the last game of the regular season, but um, really want to give credit to him. After our conversation today, it just it really puts in perspective that we take for granted how these season-ending injuries happen and how quickly these guys are able to come back. Mm-hmm. And, and you expect them to be in full form how they were before the injury, and that's just not the reality of coming back from an injury. So um, I know that's kind of an off-tangent, no, no, but it was a conversation yeah. that him and I had today about his injury, and so I just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, and I touched base with um, Tyler Smith, a friend of the show at this point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, just him battling back from mm-hmm. that plantar fascia. And again, you talk about it, like, I know people who have had that injury on, I say the civilian side, because we just regular people. No, you're not. Um, well, for, I'm a civilian at this point. I take that proudly as a, as a veteran. I'm a civilian. Um, but just us as like not athletes that go through what they go through yeah knowing people who have had plantar fasciitis and are dealing with it right now that mess ain't no joke Mm -hmm. and he just he was uh dancing and and juking somebody in the locker room i said what are you doing 
fine, but just touching base with him, and he is someone ha- that hasn't had a whole bunch of injuries in his career from college to now. He did deal with some stuff before, but, like, this is maybe the first year. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's only the second year, but this year he has dealt with some adversity with injuries, with the hamstring and now yeah. the foot injury. And he just kind of was telling me that, you know, it's kind of par for the course, and it's something that kind of makes him re recenter himself on like the reality of like and Dak said that too when he got injured was like sometimes you're playing this game and you get injured and it brings you back down to earth like this can happen to you and so um I think him and his progression uh coming back is is important for this offense as well but he does seem to be in good spirits and positive about uh, what Britt Brown and those those folks over there have done to get him ready to play hopefully this week. But you even look around the the league right now, and honestly, this Cowboys team is so blessed to have so a much lot more healthy of healthy players, yes. especially in this point of time of the season. Yep. You look at AJ Brown. I mean, you know, last week. So it's it's a blessing to be playing one this well at this point of the season and still staying maintaining their healthy i also think a large part of that are is the veteran rest days that they've been giving the older more seasoned players if you will consistently uh throughout the season because if you look at going around the league just how often your your veteran players get injured by this point in the season and that's why you always hear you rely on your youth and you rely on your younger guys at this point you really, yes, you've had to at times, but for the most part, I mean, everyone's banged up, but they're feeling ready to go. Mm-hmm. They feel ready for this game. Yeah, yeah um, I was looking at, I mean, when you look at their run defense as well, um, they're not the best in the NFL either. They wait, they ranked 28th um, yeah. in the league. Mm-hmm. They gave up 200 yards four times this season. Um, they are averaging, yeah, they mm-hmm. average 128 yards per game on the ground, and that's about 4.4 yards mm-hmm. a carry. And that sounds real good. You know, you're like, I don't need to run the rock on these people. Yeah. <sighs> I, I'm conflicted, and I wanted to ask you ladies, do you come out this game and maybe, you know, try to run the ball, or do you think the Cowboys is my should be passing on first down and really using, mm-hmm. attacking their secondary and allowing that to open up the run? What just say yesterday? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm-hmm. If it ain't mm-hmm. broke, don't fix it. I don't. First I do down, not want to see. Downs. I do not want to see a run on first down <laughs> at don't, all. You know what I'll do? Please. I'll rally. Please, please. You'll you'll hear from me on Twitter real quick. That's what I don't want to see. Yeah, and that's no shade to TP. That's no yeah, shade to the run. That's exactly. no shade. It's just you've talked about this plenty of times for weeks now. This is the West Coast offense, and you have to lean on what's working for you. It's obviously the passing game, specifically setting it up early on first down. Yes, you want a steady run game throughout yeah. this game with TP, with Rico, uh, with CD, with Terp, with whoever they're going to get involved in this game. I still think you can see some Hunter Lipke special packages. Come on. That's just me. That's just what I'm thinking. But um, you you want to do what works. And, and that has shown you time and time again that when you pass on first down, you're going to extend the drives mm-hmm. and you can kind of incorporate the run in that way. Open it up later. Third, fourth quarter. Yeah. You have a lead, then you can really start to lean on that. And don't let this pass rush that they have, that is pretty formidable, then 40% pressure grade. I mean, like, I don't want them to get going uh, mm-hmm. unnecessarily. I don't want to be in second and eight, um, yeah. second and six. I don't want to be in that. I would love for them to get ahead of the sticks. And I think it's going to be important for this offense to really put the pressure on Green Bay to have to pass the ball. 
Yeah. I mean, because if you're not being the aggressiveness that we saw last week from the offense, you could feel it. I think you talked about it. It was mm-hmm. just like from the minute they were it was very vertical mm-hmm. very quickly. And that does put a lot of pressure on the other team. Um, and also too, teams they know you got an MVP candidate over there. Mm-hmm. They know that this offense is as good as it is at home. I fully expect for Green Bay to try to come out and play keep away. And the way that you keep them from trying to play keep away is to put the pressure on, make them have to go score. And so for me, I would really just love for this offense to uh, play the matchup game, attack the secondary. They don't turn the ball over a whole bunch. They only had seven turnovers this year um, in the secondary, which is insane. Yeah. Like. We spoil a little bit, just to be honest. A little bit. And it's just, you look at, this actually Nick Harris's stat earlier, Prescott, Dak Prescott's passer rating on passes with 10-plus air yards. It's second in the NFL. Packers' defense on passes with 10-plus air yards is 27th in the NFL. Yeah. It's, so. it's that If that pass rush is yeah. not getting home... It's 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 difficult for these gentlemen. So I'm really um, curious to see how the Cowboys handle it. I think it, also I'm really curious to see how they handle try to guard C D Lamb mm. because I don't think that they you I think you I think yeah but then you leave room for Brandon Cooks opportunities for him yeah. Jake Ferguson uh, Turpin Turp like it's Tony t- Pollard like Michael how, Gallup you could you could really get anybody you involved, get anybody involved. I, and that's I guess that's what I was wondering <laughs> is like what, I'm curious to see what. Uh, the Packers come out and try mm. to take away. Because you take away the run game, it's mm. like, and? <laughs> and? <laughs> I'm also curious. We've talked about how Mike McCarthy has been really good at not showing his full hand at True. the play calling. It's now or never. Nothing is guaranteed past Sunday. I can, I'm yeah. curious to see how much more you actually see of those special packages, of, of things you've kind of been yearning for, mm-hmm. um, and, and not overdoing it, but doing it at the right time, mm-hmm. the right opportunity. And I think that's where people kind of get a little uh, clouded is you want to see it so bad, and, yeah. and that doesn't necessarily mean you do it consistently. So I'm not saying um, – Havante Turpin has the most passing yards in this game, but you see him a little bit more involved than you have, or uh, Hunter Lipke. I mean, things like that, getting guys involved that should have a little more involvement. I'm curious to see uh, if Mike shows his hand a little bit more this week. Mm -hmm. We're going to take our first break. You're watching Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. We'll be right back. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby! The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola a journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. At Jigsaw Dating, we obviously want the Cowboys to bring that sixth ring home. But to be honest, we're more focused on finding the person who will put a ring on your finger. That's why we created a dating app that reveals your face through meaningful conversation. So you can date deeper. Because it's personality that matters the most, not looks. Join Jigsaw Dating today. Dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Sean 
Spotlight is your 2023 Cowboys Fan of the Year, and now he needs your help. Vote for Sean to be given the ultimate title of the NFL Fan of the Year presented by Captain Morgan by casting your vote at NFL.com slash Fan of the Year. Go vote. Go vote. Go vote for our Go guy, Sean. Please and thank you. Yes! <laughs> Just for you. I had to do it. I'm Just sorry. for you. Aisha. You're up. We're waiting for you. Please no. <laughs> oh my god. We're still waiting for you to try it. I have to practice it before I do it on there. Say hello. 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 Aisha, say hello. Oh, can they hear Jazzy? Jazzy, can they hear you? Please. Yeah. Yay! Yeah. Our girl. She never talks yet. <laughs> Come on, Aisha. People are going to be like, confirm Jazzy is actually real. Right. She's alive back there. <laughs> Y'all know what's so crazy? When, I first, when we first got hired last year and then I came, uh, we, we came here, meeting Chris after hearing oh, yeah, yeah, talk yeah. about him all this time. Well, like, you had yeah. never met him before? Cool, well, before we got hired. We got oh. hired. But like watching the podcast and like hearing Chris's <laughs> voice. And you in the never podcast. see him, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm like, oh, that's oh, you. Oh, he's a real person." <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, sorry, but yeah, um, I'm, I'm a practice, and maybe I'll hear it on Victory Monday. Oh, okay. that's a good motive. Oh, that's like good that. motivation. Mm-hmm. Love. No podcast due to inclement weather. Oh. Dang. Tuesday, so Victory Tuesday. Tuesday. Oh, Victory really? Tuesday, yeah. Oh wow. If the roads aren't icy. Well, let's Ooh. hope that the roads are not icy. Thank you. Y'all okay. going to get us kicked Switching off the air. Gears. But let's hope the Cowboys offense is icy. Oh! oh. Thank you. <laughs> let's go. Yes, Jess. Y'all just be taking it too far. That's I told weird. you. When I drink caffeine, I'm a whole new person. <laughs> All right, ladies. Um, something that I was asked to head coach Mike McCarthy today was um, on whether or not you have the advantage coming in, right? You're seven-point favorites heading into this Packers game on Sunday. You have home field advantage, of course. We're dominant at home, 8-0. and um, But is it is there any pressure or is this more of an opportunity, if that makes sense? That's what he was asked. That and does so, make sense. Yeah, and McCarthy has said, you know, it's an opportunity. It's a, fo- it's a football game and a very important football game. He said that we've done the necessary things mm. to get here. Come on. Do y'all think that there should mm, let me word this right? Do y'all think that there should be any pressure coming in, or is this just more of another opportunity for the Dallas Cowboys to seize? Uh, Carpe omnia. Wow. Well, well, seize everything. Carpe omnia. I don't think it should be any pressure for them, but I can't speak for them. But yeah. to your point, and to Mike McCarthy's point, this is what you battle for. You mm-hmm. battle to be at home. You set yourself up. Yeah. to be you know comfortable and i don't know about you guys if it, they seem relaxed they, they don't do. seem mm-hmm. tense there's been times through this season where they've had games and you could 49ers comes to that mind that was yeah where that you week can, you could feel during the week that they were a little uneasy oh that they was were a little literally antsy. the week that i yeah that was your first week before right? i got here i don't mm-hmm. yeah but you could feel yeah. it you really there's been several games really yeah oh wow yeah. There's been yeah. several games where they felt anxious and you could kind of feel yeah. it in the locker room. They seem, every guy that I talked to was just like, this is just business as usual. Mm-hmm. They feel like they trust, you know, their process and the way things have gone. Um, and to your point, it is an, it's a grand opportunity. It's yeah. a next yeah. level opportunity. They truly have not had this type of opportunity, 
I don't believe since Dak has been the quarterback, and don't get me wrong, his first year, yeah, like the, the rookie year yeah. where they had the number one seed and they were at mm-hmm. home or whatever, but I don't even think that team was this team. Yeah. And that's how I feel. Yeah, about a it. complete team. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And they didn't have this defense. <laughs> they didn't. Yeah. They didn't. Um, But no, when you're right, thinking about kind of the last two seasons, even of weeks that you could feel the heightened emotions. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's the best way to put it was uh, 49ers week this this year um, and the Packers. When I think back, the Packers game last year was an, another. Oh, it's on the screen, right? Now. We don't have to look at that. Um, the Packers game last year <laughs> ready to throw her pin. and comparing <laughs> how um, the team is approaching it from last year to this year is yes. so important because, um, you know, last year, everybody kind of ran with this idea that it's Mike's first uh, time going back to Lambeau facing his former team. He was really raw and honest about it when he talked about it. The players were very uh, up in arms. We need a win for our coach. And today, Zach Martin was like, it's not about that. It's about us. Mm-hmm. We don't care about that. It's, it is not about that. And um, not once this week in the locker room have you heard that be brought up by anybody. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure it was, it was a, a discussion of it's not a discussion and that's the end of it. It's put to bed. Because Mike did that to media on Monday saying I'm not giving into this uh, narrative. It's not about that. It's about the players. And to hear that sediment echoed in the locker room today was was nice because they don't feel the weight of having a win yeah. for McCarthy. They just want to win, period. Mm-hmm. And something that um, Babe Loffenberg, I think that's how you pronounce yep. his last name, mm-hmm. um, he had said on the fan this morning was that the opportunity is so huge, huge because this team is like feeling the weight of this 27-year drought of not making it to the NFC Championship game mm-hmm. and not um, making it and having that success that there's always had that opportunity to have. Um, and so I, I, I don't think there's pressure, but I think that they still there has to be a little bit of pressure that they're feeling. And granted, you hear, like, that they're they're um, relaxed and things like that, and you feel, like, that relaxed vibe in the locker room. But um, I know that in the back of their minds, they're probably like, you know, we want to get this win, just considering, like, there's so much at stake mm-hmm. here, right? This is a chance for them to do something special. So I think yeah. that that's something. It's unfair. It's unfair. Uh, very, yeah. It very, it really is. Put it's almost unfair. thirty years of pressure on yeah. Yeah, this team. I, I, I wholeheartedly feel like <laughs> it's just it's because of the fans. It's it's because I mean it's also just because it's just it's really the Cowboys. Just how things, yeah. It's the Cowboys. And when you so to your point, maybe the normal pressure of playing mm-hmm. a playoff game at home <laughs> isn't there, but the pressure that sits in with yeah. the fact that you know those narratives do exist those things have happened and Mm -hmm. again this is the best shot that I believe they've had in a minute and it's all kind of fell into place for them um you don't want to squander an opportunity like this so yeah I hope that they just put that to the back burner and do their business but I don't think to your point it's probably not another team with as much pressure as this team experiences on a regular basis and it is crazy unfair. Mike's also talked about this multiple times even before this week. I believe he said something about it today in the presser too of it's not their responsibility to carry the weight of the last 30 years. Talk about it on this team specifically Mm -hmm. um and he and he's talked about kind of how they're here for themselves right now what's happened before 
doesn't really matter for them because yes, they want to be the team that takes um, that drought and, and, you know, kind of puts that narrative to rest. Of course they do, but it's not for that reason. It's because they know what they have on this team. They know the talent that they have here. They know that this team isn't going to look the same next year, whether it be coaching or personnel. There's a lot at stake going into this game where, you know, they are very aware of the business side of things too that could impact Mm -hmm. how your season looks next year. They all know that. Mm -hmm. And so um, I think their ability to kind of separate themselves from the history and that aspect of it is really impressive because nobody's in there talking about like, oh, we want to be the first team in 30 years to do this. Not at all. They have all, I'm telling you, it doesn't matter who they were playing this week. Mm -hmm. They would be this calm in, in, in saying like, we just we want to win. They don't even care. I mean, honestly, too, to your point, like that's what I meant when I was talking to Hank. Cause yeah. he was like, I just I just got here last year. <laughs> like they don't <laughs> even care about this team, this Green Bay team, in comparison to last year because their team is different. They've had a fifty percent turnover. Fifty mm-hmm. percent mm-hmm. of their that's roster crazy. is different than it was last year. This yeah. is not the same team. So why would we get wound up talking about last year and what happened to us last year? Also, the Cowboys, we talk about the run defense, and people were scared about that. Cowboys have been better to finish this season on run defense, but they're also better, period, this season than they were Mm -hmm. last year. So, again, it's just like just I just want them to go out there and play their ball. We've talked about at home how consistently good they've been. I don't know. I would love someone to do some digging. Maybe I'll do it myself. Um, uh, on when was the last time we've seen? <laughs> Let's do digging. Jess, digging, digging what the was that, Jess, grave. what are you digging up tonight? That's her digging this weekend. Huh? Sound digging their grave this that, weekend. That's why I've worn black all week. I'm no, mourning yeah, for the the Packers uh, season. But. I, when is the you didn't know la- that? I really you didn't hear me say that? No. What? Oh, I said that earlier, that I've been wearing black all week to mourn the Packers season. I can't. They, but I wonder if they mourn. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, last look, last time I did this, it worked. Okay. Well, we're going to pray about it. <laughs> you know the last time I did this? Eagles week. Well, we have faith. Yeah, they, me too. This, um, I wonder when, <laughs> back to what I was saying about their, in their home game, yep. uh, home field advantage. I really wonder when was the last time that a team was undefeated basically at home for two seasons that's a good question Mm. it's it's very impressive it's historic for sure which makes me which makes it so weird to me to hear people say they're just not picking against the packers what about the packers and although their offense is pretty freaking good they got some good things going Mm -hmm. i still think averaging 22.4 points a game Maybe they're good. Whatever. There, there's no recent exam, uh, no recent ones. Mm. The only team to ever do that was Miami Dolphins back in the seventies. Mm, there you go. Okay. But I just also yeah. weird how that's a Mike McCarthy run team that has done that for three seasons in a row with uh, twelve wins. Wow. Wait. So weird how that ties together. What? No, sorry. Okay. But yeah, no. I just I I'm just, just being petty. <laughs> Ignore me. This they just gotta go out and play their game. Yeah. Because. I think the Packers are good. They're not better than some of the teams that you've seen come through here and you've had to hold serve. Mm-hmm. Even from last year, you've had some pretty good teams come through here and you had to hold serve at home. I wish I could remember who was talking today. I want to say it was CD uh, talking about being at home and, and kind of how it throws people off of their cadence because, and they talked about 
I want to say it was CD. Uh, he talked about the Lions game specifically mm. and how loud AT&T Stadium got, absolutely. that it was absolutely impacting the game as it should to give you a real home field advantage. Um, I would just like to say, if you're going to the game, remember you cheer when your defense is on, not your offense. Please. I would just like to yeah, they that have that out. bit. Like, that's, that's my only gripe, guys, is you cheer when the defense is on, loud. You do not cheer when your offense is on. <laughs> I don't know if anyone knows that, but, like... Sometimes, like That's guys, a good point. That's it, a realization I came to the other night. Because I know it's like exciting to be like, yeah, go Dak. But like, <laughs> shh. Well, <laughs> you're messing up his cadence. Well, in regards to the Packers, um, they, they're young. They yeah. come in here. And with the crowd noise and stuff, mm -hmm. um, the Packers are three and five on the <clears throat> They were three and five on the road, too, uh, this season. Weird how so, that's not talked about, though. Just the Cowboys. They're... they're <laughs> I don't know. Listen, sorry. again. I'm in such a petty mood today. I'm so sorry. <laughs> this don't offense see. is good. The Cowboys are the better team. Period. Just go play the game and get it done. Like, it's just, yeah. it's too much. It's, it's, it's too much for me. But I will say the crowd noise, I do believe, could be important on the other side of the ball mm -hmm. for Jordan Love <clears throat> and this offensive and his offensive line to communicate and get in the right play. I, I'm, that's something that hit me yesterday. Thank you for bringing it up, Jess. All right, we're going to take our second break. <laughs> You're watching Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. We'll be right back. At Jigsaw Dating, we obviously want the Cowboys to bring that sixth ring home. But to be honest, we're more focused on finding the person who will put a ring on your finger. That's why we created a dating app that reveals your face through meaningful conversation so you can date deeper. Because it's personality that matters the most, not looks. Join Jigsaw Dating today, dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Cowboys return home to take on the Green Bay Packers in the wild card round of the 2023 playoffs. Get ready to white out AT&T Stadium on Sunday, January 14th at 3.30 p.m. on Fox. It's time to seize everything. For playoff updates, visit DallasCowboys.com slash playoffs. <clears throat> Wear white if you're going to the game, please and thank you. Even if you're a Packers fan and you're watching, please wear white. It's welcome. What's something that <laughs> wear white, y'all? Aisha's just so sick of me. I'm sorry. I'm icy. No, I think this is pissing me That's off. That's what I was going to ask. Oh, what this game don't y'all want to see? I know we shouldn't compare last year's game to totally different teams, but what is there some is there something that you do not want to see from last year's game that you saw that You know it's crazy. I don't want to see them not run the ball okay. when the game is in hand cuz okay. that's what they did <laughs> last year. You are up two scores. And you go away from the run. And that's when we talked about earlier, mm -hmm. the aerial attack should be there. Yeah. You use the run game to keep them honest, mm -hmm. I guess, to also to, to also to, you know, set up the play action because mm -hmm. they get peaky yeah. like we talked about. But you also use the run game when you get a lead. Yeah. 
to take care of this, you know, to time. just move the sticks and yeah. run the time yeah. and, and, and to just keep the chains moving. That's my thing is to just not the I think the game is one and who who can obviously who can stop the run um, or whatever the case may be. But I think the Cowboys have a better chance because yeah. they can do some they can do some things on the back end. Um, so, yeah. What you think? Jess? That'll be mine. I also think you're just seeing a better version of Dak Prescott in this game, True so it's really it. not going to be a comparable game. Mm-hmm. Um, even just watching these clips right here, I know you guys can't see it, but um, even just watching, like I said, the footwork, his cadence, his composure in the pocket, and just giving this—it's hard not to compare this game with with uh, recent history and past games, especially last season. You're not going to see the same kind of game. Dak Prescott is playing absolutely lights out, the best he's played. I mean, MVP conversation as as he should be. Um, If Dak Prescott can take control of this game, that's really the trickle-down effect that you need. Yes, ma'am. Because the defense will feed off the offense. Mm -hmm. Special teams will feed off of everybody. This team is a team that I've noticed that feeds off of each other, and they talk about that a lot in the locker room, is when they feel like the complimentary football is being played, they don't feel the need to kind of play catch-up or play hero ball like we talk about. Your quarterback's going to go out there. He's going to play like he's played all season at home. It's it's etched in stone at this point of how he plays at home Mm -hmm. and how, how composed he is. And you know what? Even when you saw, what game was it, where they came Seattle. out with two sacks in a row? Oh, no, no, no. What home game was that? Tater Dots. It was early. Was it the yeah. Eagles? Was it Seattle? I mean, they Rams. It was early. It was, it it was. was literally the first two possessions yeah. of the game, and it was back-to-back sacks. Look how he even came back yeah. to play in that game because they won. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wish I could remember what game it was. I feel like it was Seattle. I, I feel like it, it was Seattle or uh, the Eagles. Okay. It was one of it. Yeah. <laughs> birds. I don't yeah. know. Um <laughs> The Hawks of the Sea. Um, <laughs> overall, my point is, yeah. if Dak Prescott goes out there and plays like he's been, this mm. is going to be a completely different game than you saw last year. Yeah. I love that. McCarthy even said that Dak's he's always had a good command at QB, but the command that he has of this offense is probably as high as it's yep. ever been um, since he's been here. So you need, obviously, good play from Dak. You need good play from CD. Everybody on this offensive line, mm. I think it's important, too, that this run defense Mm -hmm. has taken on the challenge uh, post the Buffalo game. And talking to the guys and getting a feel for them, they really understand that Green Bay wants is probably going to want to run the ball. You have a young quarterback. Mm -hmm. It's almost essential for a young quarterback. You do not want your young quarterback just going out there and throwing the ball. But they clearly know that Aaron Jones likes to get busy against the Cowboys as well. And so for me, it's the fact that I, I believe that this run defense, despite the fact that a lot of people don't think that it's great, it has been improved from last year. And a lot of the mistakes that Mm. they made – they've made even at the beginning of the season they've started to clean up I think it's all has to the ball I believe you have a better secondary as far as the secondary that can come up and tackle Mm -hmm. and be willing to tackle so for me um that's that's the part of the game that's important to me I think those guys kind of took that Buffalo game personally and you've seen them Mm -hmm. in this last to finish the season they have not allowed a hundred yard rusher and they've been very stout at the line of scrimmage gap gap integrity is going to be huge in this game it's going to be huge talk to Tank I've talked to Tank about it multiple times Mm -hmm. about teams that do all this decoration and pre-snap stuff and he told me he said 
they want you to second guess yourself mm. and so that's why your film study is so important and that's also why i asked mike mccarthy you guys have played teams like this this year has that helped prepare you for the amount of motion that they throw at you i i, I think we should be able to see the safeties play the ones especially close to the line of scrimmage do some things in the run game. We were talking to Jaron yesterday about um, just the fact that they tend to not switch up anything that they do. Um, so I think that'll be interesting to see how they kind of improvise. That's something that he mm. kind of touched on as a little bit as well. Yeah, I wonder if they are able to. Improvise. Yeah, and that's the thing when you talk about people are like, well, them being young doesn't matter. It does, yeah. though. It does when you talk about the improvising. It does when you're mm -hmm. talking about momentum and when things go off script. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's when the this offense, this young offense from the Packers has struggled is when things kind of go off script. So I am curious to see how they handle that. But for me, also, too, the hidden yardage and special special teams. Oh, yeah. Mm. Special teams. <laughs> that has mattered. Like, yeah. they have mattered. And they've been explosive doing some things at home. Starting field position mm. truly, I think, could be important in this game when you talk about um, Jordan Love and you know making them have to go the length of the field if they yeah. need to and um, then playing keep away but then also to the Cowboys offense to be able to consistently put points on the board if it's three if it's seven mm. keep the pressure on this mm -hmm. team to have to score consistently because again as great as they've been they're averaging 22.4 yard points a game yeah. and that's not a high scoring offense so if you put pressure on them to have to score i think that's going to matter special teams is going to be important in this game as well i need score predictions go oh yep. my god y'all know it's coming every thursday i don't know why y'all act like y'all don't know what's it. gonna happen oh uh, isn't it time to go what time is it? i know you're playing mm -hmm. no it's, it's 4 45 look at that i hate it go ahead go ahead what <laughs> I'm okay. I'm gonna go. Ooh, I'm gonna be petty with mine. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Oh my god! I I'm gonna hate go 31, this. 28, Dallas Cowboys. You're sick. And you know what that score was? <laughs> the score from last year. You're oh, sick. Icky. That was an OT though, right? Yeah, but we we're saying 31, 28, four quarters. Cowboys come out with a win. Oh, I don't want to see you it think that they're close. gonna put up 28. You think the Packers are gonna put up 28, sis? It's a playoff go. game. Everyone's playing for their life. I don't I don't put anything past anybody at this point. I'm, I'm going to uh, go. Go ahead. 33-24. Go ahead. That's good. I like that. I like that. It's just a little bit more than what they normally do. Yeah. It's just a little bit more than what the Cowboys normally do at home. A little. I, I'm going to go Cowboys at home, first off. I think they're going to be pissed off. Yeah, they do say a little bit. I'm going to say... <laughs> That's my pick. 35, 17. 17. Cowboys. Possible. It period. ain't that much more than what they normally score. Yeah. yeah. Especially on the road. They don't score that much on the road. <laughs> Jordan Love's going to be a good quarterback. We're going to have to see his, his ass later. <laughs> see his ass later. On that note, later. that's a wrap for Girl Song. There Girl we song go. Presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. We'll see you on Tuesday. Wear white to the game. <laughs> be loud. Except when the offense is on. Don't do that. <laughs> this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this,